hello and welcome to this week's episode of Irked Music Geek, the podcast. This is the audio version of the website, irkedmusicgeek.com. If you are new here and it is your first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for finally making the right decision in life and pressing play. Please hold tight. I will explain what this is, how this works, and why I am irked first Let me shout out to my subscribers, blog readers, social media, followers, engagers, however it is that you have been rocking and connecting with Irk Music Geek. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you more than I could ever tell you. Please bear with me while I try to catch up. I know they late as hell, but let me try to catch them up real quick so that we can go ahead and start talking new music, which is why you are all here. So, like I said, this is the audio version or experience of the website, irkedmusicgeek.com. If you are unfamiliar with that, that is an opinion-based blog where I give my first impressions of new music as it is released across various genres. I've always, as long as I have loved music, I've always been an equal opportunity music listener willing to give just about anything a first listen. And if I happen to like it, no matter the genre, I like it. And if I don't, I don't. Um, And so that is the website. It's just strictly music review. You won't see any of the gossip talking about these people's personal lives. Same here with the podcast. We're just strictly talking about music and what I think it sounds like. And so this is the audio version of that same concept, still music review. But how the podcast works is I pick songs that were likely released on New Music Friday. It's usually about four songs for every episode. I will play a little bit of each song. Um, Usually it's about somewhere right up under two minutes. This is not the radio. I have shit to do today. Y'all got shit to do today. We ain't got time to be playing the entire song. So I'll play just enough of it um, and then tell you what I think about it. If there is something that you hear on the episode that you would love to hear in its entirety or if there is a feature verse that I could not play all of, just go to the website Go to the podcast episodes page that you will see a link for at the top. On that page, you will find all of the podcast episodes that have been released. Click on whatever episode you're looking for and you will find full length versions of every song. Or if there's a video, a video will be there of every song that was released on that particular episode. So that is there for you, but I will not be playing the entire song. I'll just play enough and then I'll tell you what I think about it. It's very easy very simple to follow along. This is not one of those podcasts that's going to hold you for hours. We're just going to going to start off by telling you just generally what music did drop on Friday. I'll go into depth reviewing about four of those songs and then we get out and come back and do the same thing again next week. So very simple. A lot of people ask, why are you irked? Why is it called Irked Music Geek? What is that about? How much time you got? Um, Well, I'm irked about a lot of things. Is it just pertains to life and living on this planet earth but as it relates to music as long as I have loved music I um, have very I've always been very curious about other people's opinions about the same sort of music that I'm listening to or artists that I like or dislike always had that curiosity and when I was younger I would collect magazines shout out to Vibe, XXL, Source I still have a nice little collection of some of my favorite covers, but I would collect those or if I couldn't buy it, I would stand in the store and flip straight to the back to get to the review section just to see 
if other people felt the same way that I did about a particular album or artist or song, and as I've gotten older into my music lovership, that curiosity is still there. Um, But now that we are in this digital space with music, I have to now get those reviews and things like that online. And we see a lot of blogs, a lot of websites, um, and even some of those magazines I mentioned now have e-publications. So there are still a lot of platforms that do music review, and I've continued to keep up with it. But I feel like, and it could be now that I'm a little older, the more that I read or visit a lot of these different platforms, the more I feel like they are not authentic or they're not giving honest reviews about the music, a lot of it comes off across to me as what payola used to be known as pay for play type of thing, where I don't know if there's a direct relationship. I suspect in some cases there is a direct relationship with some of these platforms and these labels or management teams where it's like, hey, we're about to drop a single for this artist. Make sure that when you post it, you say positive things. And then when this artist is on album rollout and doing interviews, we'll come to you first or we got you. Or for the next single, we'll give it to you exclusive for an hour or two hours or whatever the case may be. I think there are some of those direct relationships. And of course, there is a an, an understanding that, hey, we're going to do these things for you because you're going to say, one, you're going to post the music, you're going to post it constantly, constantly talking about our artists, and then you're only going to be saying positive things. I think that happens a lot. Then I think there are other cases or other situations where the people that are running these platforms want that sort of arrangement or they don't want to piss people off because we know the music industry is very petty. It is very favor driven. And a lot of people running these websites know that if they say a particular artist is single, don't really sound too good. They'll essentially be shunned or blacklisted when it is time for those interview seasons to happen or when it is time to get some sort of exclusive that they're not going to fuck with that publication and I do believe that that actually happens because like I said the music industry is very petty but in a lot of these platforms it come comes across in the way that they review the music like I said it doesn't come off as authentic it doesn't come off as honest it comes off as it's being influenced by the industry and being influenced by these powers to be within the music industry and as someone that follows these websites and reads these reviews very often like on a daily basis it comes across as painfully obvious to me and it irks the shit out of me um it is what motivated me to start irk music geek is to just have a platform that is about honest authentic reviews that is uninfluenced by the industry because I don't care about any of the industry games. I don't care about interviewing these people. If something, of course, organically happens, cool, but that is not my point. It's not my mission here. It is to just say what I think the music sounds like. And I understand. I know some people rolling their eyes. We get it. Music is subjective. So everyone isn't going to feel the same way about one particular song, album, or artist. But in this current culture of music, There is a lot of music out here. Um, I blame SoundCloud for a lot of it, but there's a lot of music out here that is just straight up not good. It's trash. It's garbage. But because of TikTok and people are able to put an eight count to a beat, or if you have SoundCloud, if you got an email address um, and a microphone, you can be a rapper. And so because of the way it's so easy to put out music nowadays, 
There's a lot of music out here that just don't really sound too good. But you go to some of these websites and they're hyping it up, constantly talking about these artists. Um, And like I said, to somebody that pays attention, that shit irks me. It's annoying as hell. Um, And there's a lot of music that a large percent of us, percentage of us would agree is straight up trash, but you wouldn't know it going to some of these websites. So that is not where Irk Music Geek is. This is all about honesty. If it's an artist that I absolutely love, if they release something that don't really sound too hot, it's okay to say that. It's okay to say they missed the mark this time, but I can't wait to hear what they do next. We don't get that a lot, um, but that is not what this is. I'm here to just call a spade a spade and it's not to be in a malicious or mean and nasty way or to be the shade room of music reviews. None of that. It's to just give my honest opinion of what I think the music sounds like. So that is the blog. This is the podcast and that is why I am irked. Let's go ahead and get into our episode for today. Happy Music Monday. Hope y'all had an amazing weekend. For New Music Friday, there was not a whole lot of releases that came out and I'm talking singles as well as albums, which I kind of predicted last week. I think March may be a little slower for music just because the beginning of the year, which is typically slow, like the beginning of the quarter, it's usually like planning for a lot of artists and labels. We were getting a lot of releases and some big releases. And so because they jumped out the gate so early, um, I think now we're kind of going down Hill sloping until we get into the second quarter to get ready for the summertime releases. So we got a little bit, but it wasn't a whole lot that came out. Um, as far as some of the singles that did drop, have a new single from Pusha T and Nigos and somebody I'm not really familiar with. I'm assuming it's a producer. I think he has a project coming and this song is from that. Song is called Hear Me Clearly. Pusha, who is currently, I think, in album mode he just released that diet coke single and i think he has more coming on the way but if you know pushes music it is along those lines and so that does not disappoint there also have a new single from machine gun kelly and lil wayne called a new single from camilla cabello uh and featuring ed sheeran called bam bam jacob banks who's an r&b british favorite of mine released a new single called just when i thought also have a new single from t grizzly called beat the streets blast uh also released something new featuring zakari called sometimes thought i was gonna really enjoy that just because zakari has been a favorite of mine I won't say favorite, but I've liked Zakari since I heard him on Kendrick's Damn. I think he is still signed to TDE. And then Blast is of the newer R&B acts that's definitely making waves. And so I expected the song to just be really, really dope, but wasn't really giving that to me. But I maybe should listen to it again just to be sure. But that is out. We also have a new single from A Boogie with the Hoodie featuring B-Love called Hit Different. Also have... New music from Jack White featuring Q-Tip called Heidi Ho. New single from Shinsia, who this is another one of those newer artists that I feel like they are trying to shove down my throat. Um, and the music ain't really connecting um, with me. But this new one is called Deserve It. I think she's also getting ready to release a single. Um, but that is out. We have a new one from Charlie XEX called Baby. Joey Badass released another new one called Head High. Also have a new single from Montel Jordan. Yep. Called Mama I Made It. Wait. And in parentheses how we do it. Now I'm confused. Is this a remix? Okay. Maybe not. 
All right. Anyway, that is out. I did not click play on that, um, as you can tell, but that single is out. Tiana Major 9 released a new single as well called Try Peace. Really enjoyed listening to that. Youngin Ace released a new single as well called Life of Sin. Um, and that actually was probably some of or most of the bigger single releases that we did get as far as albums like I said there was not a whole lot there as well either we have the new collab project from the baby and young boy NBA called better than you there are 12 tracks on that um it is just them two on every song from what I see there aren't any features did not listen to that um young boy NBA is certainly not in my demographic of music that I listen to and the baby been getting on my nerves and what I have heard from him lately ain't made me want to click play on this one. So may get into that at some point, honestly may not. And that is okay. Uh, we also have a deluxe release from Tanache from her last album, three, three, three looks like she may have added about four or five songs onto this new album. So that is out. We also have a new single or a new single, new album from Poppy Kojo. Ghanaian, I guess rapper. Uh, the album is called Logos Hope. I think it is an EP as there is only, there are only six songs on that. Also have a new album from the cool kids called Before Shit Got Weird. There are 21 tracks on that. Lots of features from artists like uh, Black, Jid, um, Guap Dad 4000, Chance is on here, Chance the Rapper, uh, Pac Div. So there's some um, good backpack rapping for those that like it. So that is out. Also have a new release from Diplo. Album is self-titled called Diplo. Um, we also have a new album from probably one of the most uh, anticipated or talked about releases from Friday. The posthumous album from King Von called What It Means to Be King. I will be picking a song from that album for the episode today. So we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get there. And then we also have, um, it was a new discovery for me, an album from an artist by the name of Koji Radical. Um, he's British, Ghanaian, um, and I will also be picking a song from that. So we'll get into that when we get to the songs. And then there was also a new release from RZA and DJ Scratch called Sunday Afternoon Kung Fu Theater. It's only seven tracks on that. Um, and that was probably most of the album releases that we did get for Friday. So let's just go ahead and get into the songs we're going to do for today's episode. I'm going to start off with some Afro beats um, and a half. Uh, it's a new single from a Nigerian artist, Omale. The song is called Attention and it features Justin Bieber. Let me play it and I can tell you what I think about it. Smoker, need some freedom, freedom, got in my life. 
He is a Nigerian singer. He's not been out for too long, maybe since like 2019. Um, but he, I think, got maybe bigger. 2020 had a release that kind of was a big international thing. He really hasn't broke too heavy in the States yet, but clearly that is what they're aiming for with this new song featuring Justin Bieber, which I will say when I saw it, I was already concerned. I thought they were trying to give us another white essence. I'm still furious that they added him onto essence so unnecessarily after the song was already a smash, already declared a hit, already doing numbers. And then he came and just whitewashed the shit out of the song. And so I was definitely worried and definitely rolled my eyes when I saw this but then when I pressed play and it came on that production like with many Afrobeat songs is just kind of undeniable it's the classic Afrobeat sound but then it also has like traces of dance and I want to say EDM but of course it's not like heavy EDM but it definitely has that that flavor within the typical Afrobeat production and so it makes the production just kind of hit you immediately um and it just kind of gets your attention. Justin starts off the song, starts singing. And I wasn't mad at it from what, you know, I heard from my first listening. I was just like, okay, let's just kind of see where this is going. I rolled my eyes less and less as the song went on. Um, and then Omale comes in and does his thing as well. Um, apparently, Omale was featured on Justin's Peaches remix. So it looks like that's where they initially made their first connection. And it seems like it was hey, I'll be on this song if you come and do something for my album. And also it feels like Justin is intentionally stepping stepping into these other genres. He's made it very clear that he doesn't want to be in this pop music box. Um, he's been trying to fight for this whole R&B thing. And that clearly ain't working. So I guess he's going to try his lane in the Afrobeat genre where he is singing more and it does sound a little more like R&B than it does pop. Um, But yeah, so the remix Two Peaches that they were on was done by a Nigerian producer. And so 
they're no strangers to working with each other. Um, and I think this particular song will have that effect that they want by seeking out Justin Bieber. Definitely will have that international success, I think, just because of the production and just the whole sound of the song. It just sounds sweet, nice. It's just something you can hear and see people dancing to. Um, I, of course, as with most of the Afrobeat music, I think America will be super late to it. Maybe not as late with the Justin Bieber feature on it, but we always catch on to the dope international and Afrobeat songs uh, super late. So we'll see how long that does kind of take to cross all the way over. But I hope this isn't, you know, a trend of just all these Afrobeat artists just slapping Justin Bieber on songs. Uh, I still have some feelings about his MLK album that he released uh, from his last, his last release album release. And so I hope this is not, an attempt to just he's like the secret formula to success now it's just like let's just throw Justin Bieber on here he's clearly trying to get with the blacks and so I just I don't I don't want to see any much more of this like I said this song wasn't bad I actually enjoyed it but it's enough it's enough we don't need any more of Justin Bieber on Afrobeat music but I have a feeling this will not be the last that we will hear of it but I'm fucking with it either way that is attention on my life featuring Justin Bieber all right next up we're gonna go to um a new single from Moray um singer that I really really enjoy out of North Carolina I guess singer slash rapper I don't know what he describes himself as but he just released a new single the single is called Still Here and it features rapper Corday let me play it and then I can tell you what I think about it With no dinners, fast losers and slow winners. Real niggas, no hope in us. Never pretenders, all authentic, my nigga. Uh, I know the struggling very well. They say life ain't no fairy tale, and real music barely sells. My little homie just made bell. I heard that earth is a strange hell. As a recent, I can't tell. Vision clouded, wires routed, nothing new about it. Getting high, think about that cash, what we do without it. Niggas with the least to offer, usually who the loudest. Meditation, smoke that medication through the mountains. Oh Lord, oh Lord, I heard you. Find myself and I'm searching. We've been sinning, but won't do it on purpose. Giving my heart, going harder, but my heart is too hurting. What did we do to deserve it? Yeah. It ain't the same in this world.
All right. Hey, I had to cut the man off on his own song, but don't forget, you can go to the website to hear the rest. Corday started it off. So again, we can't be here all day, but that is a North Carolina link up. Um, like I said, Marae is from Fayetteville, North Carolina, actually. And then Corday is from Raleigh, North Carolina. So that's cute that they didn't got together. And I was just thinking about Marae literally earlier this week. If you listen, you, you hear me always talk about my music ESP. Anytime I think about an artist, like, damn, where have they been? They usually pop up with the new song, and that is the case here again. Literally earlier this week, thinking like, damn, Murray came out big, and then kind of got quiet again. I was just kind of wondering when he would be coming out with more music, and then this single just dropped on Friday. Um, his debut mixtape, well, I will say, well, okay, prior to the mixtape releasing, he was already kind of big in a sense he dropped that quicksand song I think in 2020 and that song just kind of took off and of course it was at the start of the pandemic and so I'm sure the marketing and things that they had planned for the single could not happen but the single still found a way to just take off because it was it was just a good ass song and then he released his debut mixtape Street Sermons back in April of last year and that was a project I think I had it on my list of either honorable mentions for my favorite projects from 2021 but it was a really really good mixtape I really enjoyed it and as somebody that was new you know I wasn't really familiar with him outside of the quicksand song I was just really pleasantly surprised with him and just the talent that he has um this song I mean when you hear it I just I don't know how his voice just cannot just capture you. This shit is so infectious. Um, it immediately gets your attention the way they had him start off the song. It's hard to not keep listening and keep, you know, just hearing where the song is going to go. This definitely feels like I'm assuming an album single. He has not released his debut official album yet. Thought Street Sermons was that, but then when I went back and looked, was actually categorized as a mixtape and so I'm assuming he's prepping for the debut album and this is a hell of a way to start that off with this sort of a song and then you have someone like Corday who is up getting to that upper tier of rappers and acts and so it's just a definitely a good look all around because of the way Moray sings and the way his voice sounds it could be R&B um honestly you know his content obviously is rap. He considers himself to be a rapper and a singer, but nowadays all the lines are blurred between these niggas rapping and singing. So honestly, I don't even know if there is a point in putting a particular label on one or the other, but I think this is a nice return for the new year for Murray. I think the quick sans, quick sans success, um, definitely, grabbed a lot of people's attention but this particular song because he does have that Corday look on it I think he'll get more ears listening and like I said it's hard to hear this song and not enjoy what you're hearing um just his voice alone it just takes you to church which clearly the name of his mixtape street sermons he knows that I think he's even done interviews and talked about how he sung in the choir growing up and that is evident just like the inflection in his voice runs just He's got it. Um, I really fuck with Moray. He's kind of like the more positive Rod way for me. Although his music, you know, same sort of contact, but it just doesn't have that down feeling that a lot of Rod Way's music has to me. So I'm really enjoying this single. This is called Still Here from Moray featuring Corday. All right. We're going to get to... 
The next song, like I mentioned, is a new album from a new artist I just discovered. Goes by the name of Koji Radical. The album um, that he just dropped is called Reason to Smile. A song I'm picking from that is called Pusher Man, BWI. Let me get into it and I can tell you how I'm feeling about it all. We just talk, huh? Stuck between a rock and a hard place. Stones in my timepiece. Please don't watch face. This room got elephants in it. Tough crowd, long day. Can't please everybody. Can't trust anybody. This game wasn't ready for me. Still got some readies for me. It's cool, man. I'm ready for it. Path wasn't steady for me. I walk different. Ain't cold switching. I talk different. Revolutionary. My thoughts different. You man, the old spice with the horse missing. Fucked up my transmission. Waiting to transition. Lost in translation. My feet in a damnation. You really think the chains were free? This ain't the kind of pain that you came to see Well I put a stack upon my trauma Cause my trigger finger itch Chatty patty on the plate I had to make a meal of it Pick another brave face Start my day and deal with it Think they want another hit And I'm the dealer it for 20 i could get it for 10 connected to the plug and not a friend of a friend too many middlemen and now the pot getting thin what's another butterfly to a pimp the plot thickens airplane mode i'm ignoring every phone call it's popping when it's popping when it's not then they don't know yo still a dirty fella when i'm spitting i got no rules of course they want a seat at the table i got no room spot me when i'm local salute me when i'm global hate me out loud i can't hear you at that volume I think the agents wanted pop hits, but this ain't that You ain't been around the fiends to tell me this ain't crack Now the room smell fishy like the Klingon rap Man, you really think they live those raps? Always wondered how it gets like that Till it got like that If you need another hit, then I'm the dealer Alright, that is new music from Koji Radical and sometimes these slow music Fridays are blessings in disguise because it forces me to just click on things that I probably wouldn't click on if there was just a flood of other music or a flood of music from artists that I'm more familiar with. Because there wasn't really much out on Friday, it just gave me a chance to explore some other new releases. And I stumbled upon this. I saw the cover. And I saw the name, and the name automatically made me think, oh, he's probably Ghanaian. Just the Koji sounds very similar to Kojo, which is a very popular Ghanaian name. And so then I saw the cover. I saw some uh, Kente print, and I said, okay, he's a brother. Brother, let's just see what this is giving. And then when I clicked play on it, the like I said, the album is called Reason to Smile. I clicked play. The first song featured uh, Tiana Major 9, who is a... British singer that I really enjoy and so I was like okay let's see where this is going it was the title track and I was honestly kind of blown away I immediately sent it to some people that I know that are into music that would love it just because I was like 
am I late? Like this nigga is actually super dope. And that was just off song one. And so as the songs kept going, there were a total of 15 songs on the album. I just, I was more impressed with each track that changed. And I was like, where the fuck have either I been or where has he been? Um, so just of course doing some research, realized that he is Ghanaian, a uh, child of Ghanaian immigrants, much like myself, but he was born in London. Um, and I, you know, of course I didn't have any idea of what to expect. I think when I realized that he was British, I was a little concerned to this. Sometimes that grime sound is just a little too much for me. There was another single that I forget, forgot to mention that did drop, um, on Friday, it was by an artist named Digga D and it featured Moneybag. Yo, the song is called G Glock, G Lock. And that is an example of the accent was just doing a little too much for me. It was, it honestly, it just made it really hard to listen to. So I was concerned that this was going to be that, but it isn't, his accent isn't really heavy at all. Obviously you can hear the Brit in him, but it's still understandable. It's still digestible. Um, and then when you get down to it, he is like rapping, rapping, um, on these songs. Like, like I said, that first song was a hell of an introduction song. It captured me immediately and honestly made me want to, and excited to hear what the rest of the album would sound like, because I was like, is this just a one-off just nigga going hard on the title track or is this just him but like I said as each song kept playing I was just more and more impressed um this the tone of his voice his style of flow dare I say it they remind me of like a young hove in the making clearly I you know and a lot of times with these uh international acts they are very heavily influenced by some of the bigger american rappers and we know jay-z has influenced damn near anybody that probably has put pen to paper um and wrote rap lyrics but you can just hear it he just has that sound he's got that whole swag just he just has it um and i'm i just like i said i'm just really impressed with everything I heard. He is new, but he isn't new, new. This is considered his debut album, but he has been out since like 2018. He does have some other projects, but I guess this is the official first debut album release. Um, he's got the bars, uh, as you can hear in this particular song, I think this is a good example of that. Uh, just even the production was dope on all of the songs and just, he's just in his bag the way he is rapping. Um, the features on the album were some that I did recognize. So that was another draw to the project. Like I mentioned, Tiana major nine is on there. And then, um, Masego is on a song as well. A song called silk that I really enjoyed. Tiana's on another song with Khalees, which was another like, what the hell? Um, Rex Life Raj. So he definitely has, has some, some people that were fucking with him when it was time to make this album and the product it delivered. Um, it was just a really, really good album. I've already saved it to my favorites. It's going on my list of albums for 2022 already. Um, just cause it kept me entertained and interested the entire time. And sometimes that's very hard to do, especially with an act that you're unfamiliar with. I hadn't heard not a single bar line, uh, metaphor, nothing from this man before I press, oh, sorry, before I press play. And so to be able to press play and to keep me intrigued throughout the entire project 
for the whole album. Like I said, it was, um, what, 15 songs on there, total of 52 minutes of music, and he kept me entertained throughout the entire thing. And so I'm officially a fan, really fucking with this guy, and I just want to spread it so that everybody can listen and just support this man because he's really making some dope-ass music. Um, and I don't say that a lot about any of the British, uh, rappers, but I'm really fucking with this guy and he just so happens to be Ghanaian, which is even more dope. So that is Koji Radical, Pusher Man. Oh, the song is called Pusher Man. And then there's a colon BWI because at, not too long after I had to cut it off, it does switch production. It's like a, you know, a little slower down production and he just gets even further into his bag. And so... I just wanted to make sure that I mentioned that. But that is new music from Koji Radical from his album, Reason to Smile. All right. And so for the last song we're going to do today, like I mentioned, one of the most highly anticipated um, albums from Friday was the release, the posthumous release to be exact, from King Von. The album is called What It Means to Be King. And the song I'm going to pick from that is called Too Real. Let's get into it. And I can tell you, what I'm thinking about the song as well as the album. Man, these niggas hoes. I already know. Tell him drop the load. He gonna get exposed. Too real, I cannot go. Plus, I keep a pole. My chain white and gold. We're so cold, I'll make it snow. Rap beef turned to homicide. You distant, we gon' slide. He got shot, but he ain't die. Psych, you know he died. I fell back and got my bands up. Still, I make you put your hands up. I'm with E Dog, he gon' blam some. Free D Rose, he ain't tell none. How you real, yo homie just got killed. And you still ain't did none. You the type to get booked and tell on your friends. And act like you ain't said none. I be damn. Niggas know who I am. We got the call, it's the bin, we call it 2 a.m. Niggas think it's sweet since I got rich, like I won't shoot at them. I'm on the block, still fuck a broke nigga, bitch, boy, I don't give a shit. I so cold, I make a sit. Know who my dentist is. I done shot so many men, I think I'm 50 cent. I ask once, won't ask again. Know who you dealing with. If I crack once, won't crack again. Ain't with that feeling shit. Man, these niggas hoes, I already know. Tell them drop the low. He gon' get exposed, too real I cannot go, plus I keep a pole, my chain white and gold, we're so cold I'll make it snow, rap beef turned to homicide, you distant we gon' slide, he got shot but he ain't die, psych you know he died, I fell back and got my bands up, still I make you put your hands up, I'm with E-Dog, he gon' blam some, free D-Rose he ain't tell none. That is new music from the late King Vaughn, who tragically was murdered back in November of 2020. Um, and the new album, like I mentioned, is called What It Means to Be King. It is officially considered to be his sophomore album. There are 19 tracks on that album. There are quite a few features, have songs with, of course, fellow Chicago natives, G. Erbo. Lil Durk, who actually is the label head, Dreezy, um, Boss Top, DQ from the O, OMVPZ. Then we have others from Moneybag Yo, 504, 21 Savage. That was the initial single that was released from the project. A Boogie with the Hoodie. So it's a lot of features on here, but that isn't necessarily out of the ordinary, especially when it comes to posthumous albums. Um, and so I will say that Prior to listening to this, I had probably very minimal 
uh, interaction or familiarity with Vaughn's music. Heard his music, just, you know, a few of the songs, some of the bigger ones. But outside of that, maybe just in features was probably the extent of how I'd heard him. But I will say when I would hear him, like on a Dirt project, I was kind of more of a fan with Vaughn and with his rap style and the way that he flowed more so than some of these other Chicago rappers like Herbo and Dirk, although Dirk has grown on me tremendously over the last couple of years or so. But his style was actually kind of more what I liked out of that whole style of music. Um, and so I was, I wouldn't say I was looking forward to hearing this, but I was just interested to hear what it would sound like. I was also very worried just because of how I feel about posthumous albums. Um, I didn't think this would be a situation where it was like a predatory label thing because he is on Dirk's label. That was like, you know, they were a spoon coons. And so I wouldn't imagine that Dirk would be trying to make a money grab situation out of his death, but it's still worrisome in the fact that you don't really know how much music the artist has completed at the time that they died. And so are the, is the label or are they scraping in order to come out with a full length project? And so it doesn't really sound like that was the case here. I think there, that is why there are so many features just because of course they had to probably fill in some gaps of songs that were not all the way finished, but think this album was something that they had talked about he was actively working on at the time that he did pass away they were preparing it for it to be released um shortly around the time that he passed and so to me it doesn't feel like it was one of those where they had two tracks and they tried to make a 20 track album out of you know scraps and so I don't get that vibe from it but I did go into just listening just with some just anxious like okay what what are we getting here but I will say the album I really really enjoy listening from top to bottom I wasn't quite sure especially so he released that initial single don't play that featuring 21 Savage and I think I must have listened to that on my phone or computer because it did no justice when I heard the song again love it it's one of my favorites from the album didn't really have that sentiment when it first came out and then he just released well they released earlier this week the single war and that was hard to listen to I blogged about it just because I mean the content if you're familiar with Vaughn's music or Dirk or any of that Chicago shit it is killing is murder is death is payback it's a lot of that and just listening to this man rap about how nobody will ever get him He'll never be God because he keeps it on him. And to just know what happened is just kind of difficult to listen to. So that single had me a little worried for what the rest of the album sounds like. And granted, a lot of that content is still there, but it's a little more digestible um, just in the context of the entire album. The production on all the songs are super dope. And for me, that is a large draw. I listened to it initially in the car, which was probably the best decision because it came across on loudspeakers very well. And like I said, his style of rapping, I like um, when it comes to that whole Chicago style. So I really, really enjoyed, really enjoyed the project. I think it's a really good album. It was done very well, especially for a posthumous album. Um, And that kind of just brings the sadness about the posthumous album thing is because you have this album. It's sad again because of the content. Like I said, that is still throughout the entire album. So some of it is just a little cringy to hear or it's just a little like, ugh. and I can only imagine diehard fans of his or even family members of his that have to listen to this just knowing, you know, 
what happened to him. Um, but, and again, like I said, it just, it's just all, all around sad situation. I hate hearing this and knowing that I will never be able to chance to get to hear or see this done live. Um, which is another issue with posthumous albums, but I just pray and hope that, you know, his family reaps the benefits from this project. Um, because it is a really good album. And just like I said, just a really sad and unfortunate situation. But when it comes to the music, like I said, it it is a dope project. I've put it on my faves. I've been playing it back all weekend, just kind of going through it on shuffle. Um, some of my favorites this particular so I wanted to pick a song to play that was just solo vibe because like I said there are lots of features on the album there really are really only about maybe four five songs that are just Vaughn by himself and a lot of those songs tend to be on the shorter end because obviously they probably were not completed at the time that he passed away so um I picked this particular song but some of my favorites on there is a song with G Herbo called FaceTime praise god he didn't ruin it that don't play that with 21 savage a song called straight to it with fabio foreign is dope also trust nothing i mean honestly most of the songs majority of, of the songs on here are really really good so i'm gonna be playing these back for a minute i think these are songs that you're going to hear out and about strip club streets that type of thing it just has that whole feel to the entire album so dope release again super sad situation but that is too real from King Von from his sophomore posthumous album, what it means to be king and rest in peace to that young man. And with that, that is all the songs that we are doing for today's episode. Want to thank you again. If this is your first time listening, thank you for making the decision to press play. Hopefully you're still around to hear me tell your ass. Thank you again. If you're still around and just one feeling it, so sorry. Don't know what to tell you. Maybe check next week and maybe giving something a little different because there weren't a lot of releases. I did kind of have to scrape through the crates for this one um, or just email customer service and we'll see about refunding you your time. Let me know how that goes. Um, but again, thank you all for listening. Please connect with us on social media. Earth Music Geek is on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, all under the handle at Irked Music Geek. Please uh, follow the blog. Check the blog throughout the week as I will be covering songs that I did not cover on today's episode. We'll be reviewing them um, on the blog and, you know, just to review random drops that may come out throughout the week. So just please be sure to check the blog for that. These podcast episodes, you're listening, so you hopefully know how to find us. If you're looking for other listening options, the podcast is on the iTunes podcast app, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, um, CastBox, Deezer, Audioboom.com, most of the major podcast platforms. Or if you don't want to fool with none of those apps, you can just go straight to the website. Again, it's irkedmusicgeek.com. That same podcast episodes link I mentioned earlier, you can go there page that has all of the podcast episodes click on whatever episode you're looking for and there is an audio player right there on the page that allows you to listen to the episode and even download the episode straight from the website so that option is there and available for you Um, as far as albums for next week 
Like I said, March is looking bleak. The only thing that I can think of of note that I saw was Dirk says that he's releasing his next album on March the 11th, which is this coming Friday. It was initially supposed to come out on 222. But I'm assuming, like I mentioned during that episode, that Kanye probably made some calls and the date was changed. Um, And then Brian Adams is also supposed to be releasing an album. And we'll just see what other random releases that we may get. Um, But that is all that I have for you all. I hope you all have a safe, amazing, blessed and productive week. And I will holler at you next episode. Peace.